Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Good Fight Podcast. We are glad to be here, both Denver and me, uh, making this episode, uh, the two of us. And I missed being with you in person last week, but appreciated all Denver had to say about the media and uh, encourage you, if you haven't listened to that episode, to really listen to it and how important it is for us to uh, keep our ears open, to keep our principles uh, ahead of us, and to really uh, check, trust, but verify, as our uh, beloved Ronald Reagan said. So we have a, a hopefully what will be a rather uh, rather succinct episode for you today, but we want to do kind of a one big lightning round, <laughs> expanding a little bit on what is, has been our, our lightning round for the last uh, couple of episodes. Yeah, well, first of all, glad to have you back, Brian, um, and hope you enjoyed your, your Utah trip. Yeah, uh, well, good, good. Um, yeah, so Brian and I decided that this episode, since there's so much going on, um, really in the past week or two uh, in the world and then here at home and then kind of a combination um, that it was a good time to kind of take uh, an episode to, to dive into a couple of these topics um, and, and explore them a little bit. Yeah, so ba- basically we're going to uh, touch on uh, two things. First of all, just the idea of, uh, of, uh, of gun control and in, in light of these uh, mass shootings that have happened and uh, just so so tragically and unnecessarily. And then the idea of national sovereignty. Uh, so we're going to take a segment uh, for each of those. And then our, our third segment today is going to be telling you about a very uh, unholy and scary combination of those two things uh, that is going on in the world stage where we as the United States are kind of the target. And so uh, just how we need to think about that. So after the break, we'll kind of delve into that and uh, give you a little bit for this week to, to think about and to kind of help as you listen to all the rhetoric that's going on. Uh, and then as we follow up in the next couple of weeks, be able to go from there. We'll be back in a second. Welcome back. And the, the first of our two hot topics for the day is, uh, uh, for one of a better way to describe it, is just the idea of gun control, and uh, which involves our, uh, our our Second Amendment. These uh, mass shootings that have happened in uh, New York and in Texas uh, both uh, bring this to, to fore, and it seems like each time something like this happens uh, before really the news even of what's going on, uh, it comes out, certain people, uh, mainly on the left and the far left, uh, use it as an opportunity to, uh, to call for a gun control, gun confiscation, uh, kind of blaming the gun, the gun manufacturers, and really doing everything but uh, talking about other things like the, uh, the circumstances, the individual uh, that had to be there and pull the trigger and what motivated them to do that. So we, um, you're going to hear all kinds of rhetoric. You probably have. I listened to NPR a little bit today, and there it's all about how we're going to do. And people are, I love talking about common sense, and I put that in quotes: common sense gun control. Uh, Denver and I listened to Gavin Newsom's news conference, just a very sneering, uh, negative thing, talking about uh, uh, 
Texas and uh, condemning Texas and their governor and condemning judges and uh, and all. And then uh, some of the things that, uh, that that Denver and I talked to kind of cover some of the other aspects of it. And and so we we want to give you just a couple of things that as we think through that to uh, to just help us. What do we do when we hear these things? And as people of goodwill, not wanting these things to happen uh, uh, any more than just the evil in the world is going to dictate what's going to happen. Yeah, this is a great example of, of uh, where we should think and not feel. Um, obviously, this kind of creates a lot of emotion. Um, it's very, it's devastating um, to see and hear uh, what's going on, in, especially with the shooting in Texas. Uh, but, you know, we we have to feel, but we also have to think through these things as these the bills and everything that's coming from, from California and what's being proposed in different states. And we have to think through those things because these are, it's going to be the law of the land if it, if it goes through. So, some of the, so some, I'm sorry, Denver. Uh, I mean, the, um, some of the buzzwords you're going to see here is, as we mentioned earlier, common sense gun control. You're going to hear about red flag laws. You're going to hear about waiting periods. You're going to hear about uh, the gun culture in America and why does America um, uh, have, I forget the statistics, a very large percentage of the privately owned guns in the world. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and so we want to uh, try to find good answers for these things and to try to help eliminate as many of these events as possible and yet be careful of what the end game. So I'll, I'll just, just one, one principle that really helps guide me as I think through this is from what I'm seeing, the louder the people are talking about, uh, about gun control and about um, uh, just about how the, the gun culture in America and all these things I mentioned, the louder the people are talking and the more radical they are, the more I think that betrays that common sense gun control is not what they want. They want an, an Australian type uh, of, of, of gun confiscation, basically. They'll call it a buyback or a mandatory uh, this or that. But they, they don't want, they, they don't believe in the Second Amendment applying to individual citizens uh, with the right to bear arms. They, they want the confiscation. So we have to be aware of our enemy's end goal. And that's one thing that I have to factor in, even as I try to be a person of goodwill. Uh, when you said uh, trying to figure out their end goal, it reminded me of one of the, our episodes about Marxism and communism is they, they will say all of these great things that sound good on the surface and sound like maybe reasonable ideas until you actually figure out what they're trying to do. Um, so you'll, like Brian said, you'll hear common sense gun laws and to you that sounds great, you know, but their common sense may be uh, different than yours, and it's really not common sense at all. So it's important to kind of grasp these things and figure out what they actually want to do. Yeah, so we're going to cover some of these things, but maybe pro- probably in next week's episode in more detail. But just uh, and and so a- another principle that we have to keep in mind is that uh, our Second Amendment isn't there in order to uh, allow us to have weapons to go hunting. Uh, and really, secondarily, as there, it's not even there as a mechanism uh, for us to be able to protect ourselves from criminals as much as I 
believe in that. And I think that we need to have the right to that. And I, I believe very strongly it's my responsibility to protect the people in my own house and my own environs. Um, but really the purpose of the Second Amendment, uh, and I, I'm, I'm thankful for our friend Rick Green and, and some people in the Wall Builders Organization and some others that point this out. The, the point of this is to protect us as a last ditch effort against uh, a, a tyrannical government taking away our freedom. And so as, as awful as we think of that, and, and praise God that we don't seem to be anywhere close to that right now, one of the reasons we're not that close is because of the millions of very, very good people, uh, very, very conscientious people uh, that are there uh, to be able to, to step in at some level if we need that to happen. So glad you brought that up. Um, I hear all the time. Uh, politicians, mainly on the left, asking why we need AR-15s to go hunting. And it's not that we need AR-15s to go hunting. It's for a completely different reason, like you just stated, to to protect us from tyrannical governments and, and those types of weapons. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's definitely something that they uh, say a lot, especially Joe Biden. I've heard him say that quite a bit. Well, and you're going to hear a lot of scary rhetoric like weapons of war. And yeah. an AR-15 is not a weapon of war. It's a semi-automatic. It's not an automatic like a machine gun. It can be illegally modified to do that. Mm-hmm. But you can illegally modify, uh, you know, all kinds of, of things. I can I can modify a stick, <laughs> a baseball bat, yeah. right, to, yeah. to use. So uh, so again, it's so important to think about these things logically and not just lead with our emotions. And that kind of do somethingism that we've heard about is so tempting emotionally, and we hate to see this happen. I think our quote uh, for today will really help us uh, in in guiding through that. So hopefully, those are just a couple of things for you to think about. Don't wait. Don't be afraid. Don't waver. Um, I, I myself, uh, you know, uh, th- there are two things that I think I, that for myself I would be willing to sign on, uh, sign off on in terms of, um, for me, common sense gun control. And I'm going to save that for, for our next episode to let you know. But there are a lot of these other things that sound so good. And, and I'll have one of, one of the things is, is not red flag laws. And we'll talk about how that emotionally, it sounds really good and logical. But when you think through the whole implications of this, it's, uh, it, it's more problematic. It will cause more problems than it would solve most likely. Well, I guess Brian's going to keep us in suspense about those two things. Oh, well. Yes, I am. So it's a good thing. So uh, we will come back after this break and we'll kind of dig into the uh, the matter of national sovereignty. Anything else before we go on this, Denver? I don't think so. I'm ready to go on. All right, let's go on. Okay, and we are back uh, with our next hot topic, and that is uh, national sovereignty. And um, national sovereignty, when I first think about it, is the best anti-globalism uh, thing that you can think of, and it's already, you know, uh, it already exists. Um, you can take a look around the world, where I would probably say somewhere like Europe, where they have the European Union, where you're so- starting starting to see 
a national sovereignty of the individual uh, countries there kind of deteriorate. And now here in America, obviously, uh, we don't have any sort of union uh, like with like a North Atlantic union thing that I've uh, seen before. But um, the idea of national sovereignty to govern yourself without interference um, from any other foreign nation is absolutely important. Um, and I don't think it would be beneficial for us to be anything like a European Union. Um, and uh, I, I would think that uh, people that live there would, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who agree that, you know, that they're not a fan of it either. Um, but a, kind of a lot goes into it. And um, I know Brian uh, talked a little bit last week about, um, uh, we talked about the WHO and what they were talking about, how they could declare a pandemic and what they could institute, uh, you know, if, if it was voted on and approved, what they could institute here in America. And that's kind of um, one of those uh, globalist uh, ideas. It's a globalist organization. Obviously, that would be a bad thing. So maybe, Brian, if you could uh, uh, tell us what happened with that. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll make a comment first on what you said in terms of the Euro European Union. I think, uh, at least for me, and I, I assume any of you would agree, that the whole Brexit thing and the fact mm -hmm. that that went through and Britain uh, took themselves out of the European Union uh, was a very good sign that they realized that the erosion of their national sovereignty, that that uh, you know, what was going on for the European Union was not in the best interest of Great Britain and the British people. And, and it's the same thing for us, that we have a right and a responsibility uh, to, uh, to do what we think is best for our own people. And, uh, of course, we want to have care for... Uh, the other nations of the world. And I think that that just even that desire to care about other nations world is a reflection of, of the Judeo Christian background of both us and, uh, and Great Britain and Western civilization in general. And so we just, we can't escape that. So I think that that's, that's really good and, and very important and appropriate. Uh, and answer your question, Denver, um, uh, as uh, my wife and I were driving along on our, on our trip, we happened to hear one of Charlie Kirk's podcasts following up on that, the, the World Health Organization, and, and they're you know, wanting to declare that, uh, to, to, to put all of us under their authority for, uh, to declare pandemics and to dictate the responses. So apparently there were 13 proposals that sadly our own Biden administration, not surprisingly, I, I suppose, but sadly, uh, we're even leading, and it's it's so sad that they would take the lead in giving up our own national sovereignty. And once again, it's not like we can't consider good ideas from anywhere that they might uh, come, but it needs to be our ultimate decision whether to implement and how and when to implement that, because the, not everybody's motives are pure. Like, like I mentioned in the gun control thing a second ago, that, that really the people that are yelling the loudest they don't care about common sense gun control. Ultimately, it's get the, the guns out of the hands of the citizens. So anyway, what Charlie Kirk says that uh, that of those 13 proposals, they didn't even bring up tw uh, 12 of them. Now, uh, I'll try to in, in developing the resources. That would be a really good episode of his Charlie's to listen to because it talked about the process even that they go through and they they, they diffuse responsibility by not really even voting. It's not like our Congress where we know, you know, 
which Congress people vote yay or nay or abstain or whatever. It's this big, mysterious, um, uh, mystical thing. So you really don't know. And uh, and so that just makes the progress process even more scary. But that there was good news on that front. And so I need we need to keep thinking and praying and, and uh, just really uh, not giving up or cutting back on that, maintaining it. Reminds me of one thing one of my good friends said that when things you know like this come up, you got to make a fuss about it. And I'm glad that um, this was heard of. Um, I'm glad that people were able to speak out against it because who knows? I mean, if this was all done uh, behind closed doors and came out and say, hey, we voted on this, you know, um, then we'd be really stuck. So I'm uh, very glad that it, it got out and people were able to hear about it and um, do as much as they can to uh, to go against it. And what um, and what Charlie Kirk said about that, that's great. So um, yeah. It's very good news. Well, I'll put it a little more crassly than you did, Denver, that, uh, you know, when the light comes on, the cockroaches and the rats scurry away. So that's some <laughs> of what is, uh, has happened, too. And, and sadly, you know, there, there are some bad players out there. And, and it's hard for people of goodwill. Again, not everybody's like that. And even gun control people that look at this and, yeah, can't we do something? Oh, you know, the background checks and this and that. But, uh, you know, going back to that again, um, the, even the common sense stuff that's in place right now in terms of the guns would not have prevented this Texas shooter from getting a gun. So there's, there's got to be other things. And, and if we think through them and then, and then my, my two proposals, which I'll keep you in the suspense on, uh, might, uh, I think would definitely help. Yep. I agree. I'm looking forward to that episode now. <laughs> All right. Well, are we good? I think so. Okay, well, then we'll be back in a second and tell you uh, just about this kind of scary thing going on on the other side of the world that, that uh, uh, could affect us and uh, how it reflects the, the, the sad melding of these two hot topics we're talking about. So we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Um, and now for this segment, uh, this kind of uh, combines a couple of uh, the things we talked about with uh, about um, the guns and the national sovereignty. Uh, about, I think it was yesterday, I read a report uh, that China um, is basically telling the UN that we need an investigation into the United States. And so here's the headline from uh, Bloomberg News. Uh, China urges UN rights chief to look into school shootings in the United States. And then it goes on to say that uh, the diplomat says UN should report on human rights in America. And so this is kind of combining uh, an infringement on national sovereignty and then, you know, bringing in what we've talked about with uh, guns and gun control and all that type of thing. Um, and it's one thing to talk about gun control here at home and how we could uh, do what's necessary or, and think through things on how to prevent mass shootings. And it's another thing for uh, a global organization to tell us how to do it. And obviously that is not what we want. That is not okay. That's an infringement on national sovereignty. That's an infringement on our rights. Um, and it's everything bad that you can think of. Um, so uh, we can hope, pray, and do as much as we can uh, to 
make this not happen uh, as far as any type of uh, uh, law from the UN saying we have to do this or can't do this. Uh, so it, we have to keep our eyes on this and see what, what comes up because this is pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, th- thankfully, um, I, I, I don't think much will uh, come of it except as fodder for uh, <clears throat> the same people, the, the Gavin Newsoms and the uh, people like that to, uh, to, to call for that. Because once again, uh, we as a country, by and large, care about people's human rights because we care about the people. Uh, they don't really give a rip about anybody's human rights. It's all about pulling, uh, pulling us down and, uh, and, and getting rid of the United States because of their, the, the, the leadership for freedom. As, as flawed as, as, and broken as so much is, uh, we have to look uh, objectively and once again think about things, uh, not just the kind of utopian world uh, that people would like to see in every utopian uh, dream or idea uh, that uh, has been tried has failed miserably because there there's evil in the world uh, yeah. and it's got to be acknowledged. And so um, uh, I'm thankfully, I, I think it's just rhetoric for those of us that were you know, alive back in the days of the Soviet Union. Uh, it sounds like stuff we'd hear from Pravda, the Russian newspaper all the time, just, you know, getting down on us and and to deflect the, the the much more grave things that were happening on their part if any country should be investigated for human rights violations it should be china <laughs> i mean we're talking about uh the country that may have the human rights violation of our time with covid if that's you know what happened how it, if it got leaked so you know they're one to talk for sure jeez <laughs> well and there we go and and somebody else pointed out to me too and again this goes back to the gun control thing but um, that uh, most of the mass murders, if you look at it throughout history, uh, have been government governments murdering their own people. And I think that's a wonderful argument for our Second Amendment. Uh, maybe I think it was even Denver, you pointed this out to me, that, uh, you know, uh, Ukraine is, or is having to arm their own, own people, get them arms, uh, whereas uh, this is, a, is help uh, insulating and, you know, as we talk about realistic things uh, uh, for solutions that include uh, uh, more thinking about the people that are pulling the triggers on the guns instead of the guns themselves, I think uh, there'll be some of that stuff come more clear. Yeah. To any country that would ever even think of invading America, first, you have to deal with uh, our military. Second, you have to deal with the people who are, are already armed. So it's kind of a double-edged sword right there that really no other country in the world has, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Well, then there's the whole nuke thing, but well, we can kind of, we can yeah. kind of talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back in a second with our quote of the week and uh, wrap this episode up. Be right back. back to conclude this uh, episode about uh, the two hot topics. We hope that uh, you will consider these things and really look at the, at the, at the references or the, uh, the resources because 
There's so much good information and so many good reasons uh, that we should be proud uh, as Americans, not of these awful tragedies that happen, but of uh, our wonderful system of government and our Bill of Rights that have helped to protect and preserve freedom for so many, not here in our country, but for so many around the world still, and uh, to, to come against that. So our quote for the week is a quote from James Madison. And uh, he had a lot to say about a lot of things, but he, his quote is on this, the constitution preserves the advantage of being armed, which Americans possess over the people of almost every other nation where the governments are afraid, are afraid to trust the people with arms. So there, I, I think it really is good. There are gonna be some people that try to make us ashamed of the quote unquote gun culture and things like that. And I, I'm all in favor of training. I think I, I think there should be classes in schools about this for one reason, for, for that matter, and there used to be. Um, but uh, that's something that is a positive thing about us and is going to pr protect and preserve uh, liberty uh, for, for people, not something to be ashamed of. And, and once again, I, I think it can be improved, but not only by, by guns or not maximally about that, but also by uh, uh, talking about the, uh, the, the, the people, shaping the people that have the guns and looking out for the, the threats and being prepared to act uh, with the threat. And I'll just, and, and some of you aren't gonna like this, but once again, and it's uh, that the, the only way to counter a bad guy with a gun really is a good, is a trained good guy with a gun. And that's gonna fly in the face of the emotionalism certainly, but that is just the sad reality of the, of the world we live in. Yep, and I can go in a lot why uh, Brian is right about that, but I don't think we have the time and hopefully we can uh, do that another time. Um, but we thank everybody for listening. Um, uh, like us on Facebook if you're, if you're on Facebook. Um, always uh, good to hear from you. If you guys can uh, send us an email, our email is goodfight71 at gmail.com. Uh, uh, and also we're up on Spotify, so I'm not sure where everybody is listening. You could just be clicking the link from the, from the email list, um, going to RSS, but we're also on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, a couple of different areas. So, uh, shoot us an email, um, tell us what you think, any comments, we'd love to hear from you. So, uh, let us know and keep up the good fight. Yeah, and just one other thing, uh, we, we had hoped today to be able to make some comments about the, the, the California ballot, <laughs> uh, the, the, um, uh, the primary ballot that's coming up. But uh, when we were together the other day, we opened the ballots and looked them through, and they were very confusing. Yeah. And we'll try to do a little bit of that and maybe make a comment and just some, maybe some recommendations and, and, uh, and things. But lots of questions, and, and uh, there's a, the, the senator's race that – Kamala Harris's seat does not have to be uh, occupied by a Democrat uh, now that that's up for re-election. Neither is Gavin Newsom's for that mind. And there are a number of other local races and, and things like that that we may be able to, to help with. So yeah. thanks for listening. And once again, it is a fight. I mean, I, our, uh, our, our podcast name gets more and more true all the time. And we need to fight with God's help. Duty is ours. The results are God's. And we just need to be at it and not put our heads in the sand. Thank you, Lord.
Yep. All right. Take care, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Keep up the good fight. Bye.